The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. What profit would there be for one to gain the whole world and forfeit his life? Or what can one give in exchange for his life? For the Son of Man will come with his angels in his Father's glory, and then he will repay each according to his conduct. Amen, I say to you, there are some standing here who will not taste death until they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. The Gospel of the Lord. As I mentioned at the beginning today, we're celebrating this Mass in commemoration of the dedication of the Basilica of St. Mary Major. There are four major basilicas in Rome, St. Peter, St. Paul outside the wall, St. John Lateran, and St. Mary Major. And this basilica was constructed and dedicated back in the fifth century after the Council of Ephesus. That was the council that resolved some discussions and disagreements that were going on among the early Christians about, well, is Mary really and truly the mother of God or just the mother of Jesus? Because they weren't sure it was Jesus one person or two persons and all these things eventually were clarified, discussed, resolved under the guidance of the Spirit and Jesus clearly is God. He's one person but two different natures, the human and divine nature. A great mystery. We don't understand it but that's God's work. We don't understand lots of things about God. Thanks be to God because uh, maybe our understanding could mess things up. So it's another opportunity to honor Mary. That church, which was dedicated way back then, uh, is the place that has the relic. We, we Christians have believed for centuries of St. Mary Major. And I remember as a newly ordained priest, I was ordained in December, and my first Christmas as a priest, I went to St. Mary Major and celebrated Mass there at that altar. It's right kind of under the main altar. There's like a little uh, underground area where this relic is reserved and there's an altar and a small group can come to celebrate Mass. So in honoring Mary, of course, we remember that even today's gospel is a little bit appropriate for her. At, although at first we might say, well, it's all about the cross and today we want something joyful and hopeful because Mary brings joy and hope to our hearts as the mother given to us by Jesus from his cross. She's the one that's supposed to help us find our way to heaven. Well, let's think about Mary for a minute. The cross was very much a part of her life, right from the get-go. I mean, as soon as the child was born, she and Joseph had to flee to Egypt with the baby because Herod was threatening the child. Even when they brought him to the temple, Simeon, the aged man, said, Mary, one of these days, this child is going to bring about a, a sword piercing your heart. When he was 12 years old, <laughs> he disappeared. When they went to Jerusalem, and on their way home, they realized he wasn't with the crowd. He had stayed in the temple at Jerusalem, discussing things with the teachers. And she was so frustrated. Why did you do this, son? Like many mothers concerned about their children as they're growing up. And then even watching her son rejected, humiliated, ultimately crucified, standing there at the cross. She didn't know that he was going to rise from the dead. 
She went through the pain that every mother goes through if a son dies before she does. So Mary shared the cross. It's a reminder to us when we have our own crosses that as for Mary, so for us, God can bring good things even through the most difficult moments in our lives. The good thing, of course, was that Jesus rose from the dead and his resurrection reminds us that with God's help, we can all overcome sin, suffering, and death, that we do have an eternal home where we will be joyful and hopeful forever. So we walk with Mary today, and we thank her for her companionship, and we intercede for her, asking for her special intercession on behalf of all the people, maybe some of you present today, who are bearing heavy crosses, either because of physical suffering, because of the death of a recent loved one, or because of some worries in your life that just don't seem to want to go away. So as we commemorate this dedication, which is an important feast in Rome, but it's an important feast for the whole church because Mary is so special, it's a reminder that this church of ours is also a very special place. Always church dedications are feasts. I remember, you know, I don't know if you recall this, but every one of those Roman basilicas has a feast on our church calendar. Our cathedral church dedication, if you're a cathedral parishioner, the feast day on February 14th, which is norm normally Peter and Paul, no, excuse me, Cyril and Methodius, and then of course out in the culture is Valentine's Day at the cathedral. It's the anniversary of the rededication of our cathedral back on February 14th, 1996, when it was remodeled. And uh, I'm sure there's an anniversary of the dedication of St. Cecilia Church, but I don't know what the date is. <laughs> but maybe we can ask Father Mike when he comes back from vacation, if he's looked it up yet as the new pastor. <laughs> So God bless you, enjoy this Feast of Mary, and as I return to the chair, we'll offer some petitions. <laughs> 